Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Today in Security from Wired. Presented by Raytheon Technologies. Our nearly 200,000 engineers, researchers, and people with purpose are building the future today. We're pushing the limits of known science to go deeper into space, advance aviation, and build smarter defense systems that protect all of us here at home. That's the future of aerospace and defense. Learn more at rtx.com. The U.S. sanctions Russians for potentially fatal Triton malware. The message is meant to deter any similar attack against U.S. infrastructure. By Andy Greenberg. When mysterious hackers triggered the shutdown of a Saudi Arabian oil refinery in August of 2017, The subsequent investigation found that the malware used in that attack had unprecedented, uniquely lethal potential. It was intended to disable safety systems in the plant designed to prevent dangerous conditions that could lead to leaks or explosions. Now, three years later, at least one Russian organization responsible for that callous cyber attack is being held to account. On October 23rd, the U.S. Treasury imposed sanctions on Russia's Central Scientific Research Institute of Chemistry and Mechanics, the organization that, exactly two years ago, was revealed to have played a role in the hacking operation that used that malware known as Triton or Trisis, intended to sabotage the Petro-Rabig refinery safety devices. Triton was designed specifically to exploit a vulnerability in the Triconics-branded safety-instrumented system sold by Schneider Electric. Instead, it triggered a fail-safe mechanism that shut down the Rabig plant altogether. The sanctions effectively cut off the institution from doing business in or with the U.S. They also represent the first government statement holding Russia, or any other country, responsible for that potentially destructive attack, only the third known malware ever to have appeared in the wild that directly interacted with industrial control systems. And although Triton malware is only publicly known to have been deployed against that Saudi Arabian target, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin's statement announcing the new sanctions made clear that the message is meant to deter any similar attack against U.S. infrastructure. The Russian government continues to engage in dangerous cyber activities aimed at the United States and our allies, said Mnuchin. 
This administration will continue to aggressively defend the critical infrastructure of the United States from anyone attempting to disrupt it. Triton has been linked to the Moscow-based Research Institute since 2018, when security firm FireEye found evidence that tools used in the Triton case had been tested with an unnamed malware testing platform by someone at the Institute. One file even contained a hacker handle associated with a specific individual who, according to a social media profile, had been a professor at the Institute. But the new sanctions provide official confirmation of that theory and new accountability for the Institute for its role in the cyber attack. It means the government recognizes this lab as a serious threat to global security, says John Holtquist, director of intelligence at FireEye. They're clearly developing a tool that could have fatal consequences. The hackers who deployed Triton, given the name Xenotime by the industrial cybersecurity firm Dragos, have also probed U.S. power grid targets, according to Dragos and the Electric Information Sharing and Analysis Center, scanning for points of entry into the networks of American utilities. FireEye found the group inside of another victim's network outside of Saudi Arabia, although it declined to reveal more details about that target. After the Petro-Rabig intrusion, the hackers haven't been spotted deploying Triton again. The new sanctions come amidst a sudden wave of U.S. government agencies naming, shaming, and punishing Russian state-sponsored hackers for cyber attacks and intrusions stretching back years. The Justice Department has indicted six hackers working in the service of Russia's military intelligence agency, the GRU. The hackers, known as Sandworm, are accused of a five-year spree of disruptive attacks that range from blackouts in Ukraine to the most destructive malware ever created, not Petya, to an attempted sabotage of the 2018 Winter Olympics. Then, DHS's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency posted an advisory about another Russian hacker group known as Berserk Bear, or Dragonfly, carrying out broad intrusions of U.S. state and local government organizations, as well as U.S. aviation companies. But naming and sanctioning a supposed research institute among those Russian rogue hackers represents a more unusual step says Joe Slowick, a cybersecurity researcher at Dragos who has closely tracked Xenotime. Slowick points out that the Russian Institute is almost equivalent to a U.S. national lab like those at Los Alamos or Lawrence Livermore, with staff who present on a wide variety of research at reputable conferences. This essentially puts them at the same level as ISIS or the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps as being untouchable by the U.S. financial sector, Slowick says. It's really quite astounding to see against an overall academic institution. It shows a degree of consequence that hasn't existed previously. Even so, Slowick argues the sanctions are warranted and welcome, even three years after the fact, given the danger Triton has posed. Really, this is taking the possibilities of a cyber-physical event beyond process disruption or destruction to the possibility of using a cyber capability to kill someone, he says. Even if it's taken several years, it sends a strong signal that from the U.S. government perspective, cyber activity that contains the potential, if not the outright intention of harming or putting at risk human life, is unacceptable. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com/security. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.